Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Holt. I'm a functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs, and I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a 12-month practitioner mentorship where I help other nutrition pros level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what the show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Thanks for joining me. Now let's dive deep. Hello, my beautiful babies. Today is like the ultimate multitask day because I am currently outside getting my forest medicine. You might be able to hear some birds. Uh, There's definitely a bubbling brook right behind me. So enjoy the nature sounds. Um, I'm also recording the intro to today's podcast episode. We are getting ready to head down to Florida. So we rented a house in St. Augustine, which is where my mom lives, and we're going to be posting up in St. Augustine for the month of April. We're packing the dogs, we're packing the family, and we are driving down. We've got somebody staying at the house. We've never done anything like this before, so we have somebody making sure the house stays in ship shape, uh, but I'm really, really excited to do something like this. Get out of Dodge. It's been a long year. I know it has for everybody else, too, so... This is exciting. All right, today's episode, last last episode, we had Lenise Brothers come on the show and she was talking about the four-phase cycle. And we didn't get into a tremendous amount of detail about it. I didn't really want to slow her role because she had such awesome wisdom to share with us about so many other things. So what I thought I would do instead is release a one of the modules from Your Hormone Revival, which is my 13-week hormone rebalancing process. And the next round starts in September, heads up. Um, but I unpack this concept a little bit further. It's kind of like an intro to this idea that we have this four-phase cycle if you're a menstruating person. Now, if you're not, you can actually tap into the moon in order to utilize these very same concepts, which is so cool. Uh, So I teach this in YHR. I teach this in the Functional Nutrition Academy, my practitioner certification program, um, not only as a way to utilize it with our clients and to teach our clients about this innate wisdom within our body, but also as a way to utilize it in our business. And let me explain a little bit more about what that means. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me mention uh, being luteal. So um, this is funny because I'm actually recording this during my Instagram break. I decided to pull back from Instagram and just took it off my phone for a few days. Um, My workload has, has been pretty like the highest it's been like ever maybe ever um and i just found that i was spending a lot of time on instagram um you know every time i picked up my phone i was like right in the app and i'm like ah how is this happening um and i also found myself getting really triggered and 
resentful almost. Like every single time I opened the app, there was somebody there asking something more of me. And all of this sits on a core belief, which is I'm not good enough, right? I think a lot of us carry that around with us. And when I am doing the most, when I am working my hardest, when I am trying my absolute best and somebody asks me to go above and beyond that, somebody asked me for one more thing, what that registers for me is you're doing your best and your best simply isn't good enough. You're not doing good enough. You're not good enough. You're not enough. So that's kind of how it boils down in my head. And of course, I'm constantly working, doing the inner work to to try to change that core belief, but it's the deepest one, man. It's there and it's really hard. So I was feeling really triggered and every time we're triggered, as I've talked about in a recent episode, we have to do, it's our responsibility, we have to do the inner work to figure out why am I being triggered rather than react and blame somebody else we have to do the hard work of saying, what is so triggering to me? And the cool thing and how this ties into the, the, the four-phase cycle, the cool thing is that our bodies create the space and our brains create the space for us to do this each and every month. So you might notice during your luteal phase, as you're, after ovulation, as you're gearing up to bleed, you might notice that you get a little bit more discerning. Some people call it bitchy. I call it discerning. You get a little bit more discerning. What I mean by that is you're more in tune to the things in your life that aren't working. You're more in tune. You might feel more triggered. You might feel more reactive. You might feel grumpy or grouchy or resentful of other people or other things in your life because you're becoming hyper attuned to the things that need your attention and the things that need to change. And this is how we use our cycle as our superpower. It is this exactly. So I noticed that, hey, during my luteal phase, I was feeling really strung out and was feeling really resentful about the fact that every single time I opened this app, because maybe I wanted to, I don't know, watch some reels or like see some funny memes. There was somebody there asking more of me when I already felt like I was quite literally at my breaking point. I was on the edge. And every time I opened my Instagram app, I felt like somebody was shoving me, trying to shove me off the edge. So it was my responsibility to self-audit and to determine, okay, what do I do about this situation? This isn't an enjoyable experience for me right now. So what can I do? And my solution was to just take a break, quick break from Instagram. I've actually never done that before. So the plan was for five days. I'm currently in day four and it feels so good that I might just keep letting the good times roll. I'm not sure. Another idea is to moderate my use of Instagram. That is, I have to be a little bit better about that. Maybe taking the app off my phone at night I'm trying to think of some ideas. Maybe I turn off my DMs during my luteal phase so then nobody can access me if I'm feeling like my energy is a little bit 
Fritzy, you know? So there's definitely different ways that I can make the, the app work for me, but it's my responsibility. I hear so many people complaining about social media or about Instagram and how toxic it is. And I just wonder, like, what are you, what are you doing about it? <laughs> you know, it can totally be a toxic place. It could also be like a really lovely place. I've met and connected with a lot of awesome humans on Instagram. I love being able to connect to my community. Uh, but I also, it's important for me that it feels like it's on my terms. So that's my responsibility to create that infrastructure to make it work for me. So just some, I don't know, social media thoughts, but also as a way to tie in this whole concept of how our cycles can be our superpower. They can highlight things that need to change in our lives. Very cool. All right. Um, I have been getting some questions about the next CCP, so the Carb Compatibility Project. The next round is running or starts March, I'm sorry, May 3rd. May 3rd, I run this program twice a year. So I open it up twice a year, January and then May. And so if you've been thinking about it, definitely join. We're going to open up registration mid-April. Make sure you're on our email list so you can get uh, dibs. We are going to do an early bird special. So if you sign up uh, within the the first few days, you're going to get access to my What the Gut workshop. It's a two and a half hour workshop where I do a deep dive on GI health and really unpack it from kind of a bird's eye view. It's not just like, hey, here's how to heal your gut, but it's like, why are, are all of our guts so messed up? And what can we do like big picture? And then also what can we do on a more granular level? So I really, really unpack that whole, that whole thing. It's, um, it's one of my favorite workshops that I've ever taught, to be honest with you, if not the favorite workshop. So we had professionals come in and record it one time when I was, when I was teaching it live back when live events were still a thing. And so you can get that for free if you sign up. So again, be on the email list. I'm sure I'll be announcing it all over Instagram. Um, I will do my best to remind you here, but um, the email list is is the place to be for that. So I'll link that up in the show notes so you can get on that, get first access to the Carb Compatibility Project. We also roll out a prep week and you get immediate access to that. So as soon as you sign up, you can start on prep week and then we get started. So as a reminder, or if you're new here, the Carb Compatibility Project is a four-week nutrition plan that I designed based on all the things that I was seeing in my practice that people needed help with. Blood sugar regulation being numero uno. I found that I was every single time I worked with a client, I would start with blood sugar regulation. We wouldn't even dive into the next level. It's always like, all right, we got to tweak your diet to regulate blood sugar. So instead, I just systematize that uh, so people don't have to pay me buco bucks for me to tell them how to regulate their blood sugar. You just join this program and it's glorious. Um, it also is designed, you know, you've heard me talk about the downsides, the potential downsides of low carb diets, right? We, we talked about that on the low FODMAP diet. And then the conversation I had with Terea that we do in the CCP, we do leverage lower carbohydrate principles. And so what I did was design an eating plan to mitigate any of the potential downsides. And I can do that because I'm a 
professional. I've been doing this work for a decade. So I pretty much packed in all of the most important things. Um, So it's a really good plan for metabolic health, really good plan for blood sugar regulation. If you have any insulin problems, super great for that. It's supportive of liver health. It is supportive of mitochondrial health. It is supportive of gut health. We cover all of the bases for you. And I do live coaching once a week. So you get to ask me all of the questions um, since I will be potentially turning my DMs off. And I also ask that you refrain from asking me any personal questions in my DMs. Uh, these are the places to get those questions answered is in these um, is in these programs. So I love it. I love the CCP. I always look forward to it. So I'm really excited to have any of you join and to connect with you that way. And before I give you access to this, um, to this module or to this little mini lecture on the four-phase cycle, let's uh, take a quick word from our show sponsors. We always got to shout them out because they make this entire podcast possible and we love them. Our two show sponsors are Organifi, and we're about to talk about the four-phase cycle. One thing that I love to do when I am menstruating is utilize Organifi's gold powder. It is like a pre-mixed golden milk, so it has the turmeric. It has some lemon balm, which is very calming and soothing. The turmeric is obviously anti-inflammatory, and you just mix it up with a little bit of almond milk, oat milk, coconut milk, you know, pick your bag. It is super good. It's sweetened with monk fruit, so you don't have to add any sweetener. It does have a pretty sweet flavor, and uh, it's under three grams of sugar. So check out Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash funk. That will save you 20% off your entire order. And then we also have BioCult Probiotics. Now, last week or last episode, we talked about how menstruation is this inflammatory process in the body, which is totally fine. But if you notice an uptick in symptoms um, that you kind of always experience, but they just get really amplified as you, like during the premenstrual period or as you bleed, that could be a good indication that there's some inflammation going on. And one of the ways that we can manage inflammation is by supporting the gut and making sure we have happy, healthy critters in the gut. And probiotics are, are a one of the strategies that we can use to do that. So check out BioCult. The code FUNK15 will save you 15% off of your probiotics. We will link that up in the show notes. Without much further ado, here's the module from YHR. I hope you enjoy. Okay. I'm so excited for this module. It's one of my favorites. We're going to talk about the energetics of the four-phase cycle. So when I say four-phase cycle, this can refer to your menstrual cycle. And we're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of um, what hormones are doing what during this time or like what's happening physiologically in your body necessarily. We're talking more about the energetics, the energy of what you're experiencing. Um, We're also going to talk a little bit about moon cycling, which sounds kind of woo-woo until you understand just how um, insanely perfect everything was designed, right? You're not a mistake. There really are no mistakes in nature when we think about it this way. Now, even if you don't have your menstrual cycle, you can still watch this lecture. All of this still applies to you. 
the four phases of the female cycle really mimic the energy of the seasons. So the four distinct seasons that we all have, well, depending on where we live, um, and the four phases of the moon. And again, not by accident. So this exists within our body, within the earth, within the moon. We're born with this pattern, this, these cycles within us. And when we can really harness this power and really understand this, it makes life a little bit easier, I think, because we don't beat ourselves up for those low energy times. We don't beat ourselves up if we're feeling a little mentally sluggish or we want to be alone we understand what's going on, we embrace the benefits, we honor each cycle for exactly what it's offering us, and we, we get less frustrated with ourselves um, for not feeling like we're super energized 100% of the time. We're super outward, we're super focused, right? As we talked about in the last video, that's just not realistic. And as a reminder, when we disconnect from these cycles in nature, we also dis disconnect from the cycles within our bodies, within our mind, within our soul. When we try to out, uh, opt out of these cycles and ignore them, disconnect from them, divorce ourselves from them, that's when we move out of balance. And this whole program is really about bringing us back into balance. Now, if you have unpredictable or no-show menstrual cycles, you can still use this entire premise. The length of the moon cycle lines up almost perfectly with the feminine cycle, um, 28 days, and that's the average feminine cycle, right? So um, you can track, if you can't track your own menstrual cycle, track the moon instead. It's really the heartbeat of feminine energy. This lunar energy is, is really super nurturing. And that is true whether or not you have a period. Even if you're perimenopausal, postmenopausal, even if you've had a hysterectomy, even if you're trans, you can still use this cyclical framework and use the moon as an external organizing factor. Now, if you are of menstruating age and you're looking to regain your cycle, one thing you can try out is moon gazing. So that's going outside each night and literally gazing at the moon. So letting the lunar light hit your face, hit your eyes, hit your body. And if you do that for a month, two months, three months, you can start to regain your own cycle. It's definitely worth trying. I find that it's even more powerful if you also disconnect from artificial light during this time. So when the sun goes down, no screens, maybe some dim lights in the home. And again, it's, it's really more about getting in touch with nature cycle. So we we talked about the circadian rhythm and how important light is to set their circadian rhythm, but there's other rhythms inside your body as well. So here's the moon cycle and what you can look at um, to figure out how to track. So the new moon is the dark moon, and this aligns with your menstrual cycle when you're bleeding, or excuse me, your menstruation when you're bleeding. And then the moon slowly begins to build in the waxing right? The waxing phase. And this is aligned with follicular phase of your menstrual cycle. When things are literally building inside of your body, you're building up that uterine lining. Full moon is ovulation when the egg releases. And then the waning moon is your luteal phase when, um, when you're gearing up to shed the uterine 
the uterine lining in the new moon, right? So if you don't have a period, you can track, use the moon cycles instead. Now, phase one here is menstruation. This is when you're bleeding. This lasts anywhere between three to seven days, depending on who you are. You notice here that hormones are very, very low. This is the start of the cycle. This is hormones, very low. The moon is the new moon, the dark moon. The season is winter energy. Now to track menstruation, day one is your first day of full bleeding. Some some of you guys that have low progesterone or other hormonal imbalance might spot before your actual period. Um, so I want you to count, don't count spotting as day one, but that full heavy bleed. And this time is your personal winter. Again, we saw that hormones are dropping off, progesterone levels are low, all other sex hormones are low. So this means your energy is at your lowest. That's by design. The body is begging you to slow down so you can go inside. It's not an accident. It's not a mistake. You're not wrong for feeling low energy at this time. We have so much internal clarity when it's dark outside. The new moon, there's no lunar light. It's the dark moon. And so we're forced to look inside because we cannot see outside. This is the time when your intuition is the most heightened. So go inward. Gather up those answers. Figure out those answers for yourself. The left and right hemisphere of your brain are the most interconnected and the most communicative. So when you're the most intuitive, you are ready to identify what's working and what's not working in your life. And it's when you can get super clear on where things are headed as you move into this cycle. This is the time to access your inner knowing. This is the most introspective time. It is a gift. This is a gift to receive every single month. And it's the perfect time to make decisions. This is the time to do it, right? Um, whatever needs your attention in your life will reveal itself during the luteal phase leading up to menstruation. Menstruation, you are ready. Act on it. Make that hard decision. The um, key words here are rest, pause, alone time, hibernation, reflection, evaluation, introspection, inner wisdom, release, letting go, um, some thoughts or feelings you might have, don't make demands of me, give me space, I need to feel safe, I need to feel cozy, I'm not available to you right now. I notice that when I'm menstruating, this is when I get... I have a very hard time responding to texts or to emails or to DMs. I communication feels very hard. I just want to be left alone. I it just feels extra extra hard to communicate during this time. That's what I've noticed for myself. It's a time of physical and emotional release. It's the bleeding phase, so we're shedding the uterine lining. It's the beginning of the uh, or the beginning of the cycle can bring about feelings of loss and grief. This is normal, and this is another gift. We can grieve things. We can let them go. We have our space to be upset, to be sad about something. Again, it's the, that emotions 
piece that we talked about in the last video. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to grieve. It's okay. And so the menstrual uh, period, this phase one, gives you the opportunity to do that every single month. We get to release what we no longer need to create. Um, We have the space to consciously rebuild more of what we desire. So I think it's really important to set a couple days each month to honor your body's need to rest, restore, renew, maybe grieve, let go, all of it. Some powerful practices that I love for restoration and release, restorative yoga, um, meditation. Remember, this is when you're the most intuitive, so meditation is awesome during this time. Breath work. I love breath work with Erin Telford. That is a huge physical release um, an emotional release. I also really love EFT, emotional freedom technique at this time to just let things go. Um, Shuri Kierstead, my mother, is a wonderful EFT practitioner and she can guide you through it. And then crying, just crying is a huge release. You can actually release catecholamine, stress hormones through your tears. So let it go. That's why you feel so much better after a good cry. Okay, phase two is the follicular phase. This is the end of bleeding all the way up through ovulation, can last between seven to 21 days. And this is right, this is this, uh, what's happening right here. So you see hormones are starting to build, right? We're not quite at, at ovulation yet, but things are starting to build up. The moon energy is the waxing moon. So the moon's getting bigger. It's moving from the new moon to the full. And the season is springtime energy, coming out of hibernation, right? You're feeling good. You're feeling fresh. This is a time of action. You're planting the seeds that will be harvested later. The moon is growing, bringing with it more light. Things are beginning to grow quite literally. Your follicles are being stimulated to make estrogen. That's a growth hormone. It's building up the lining of the uterus with more uh, estrogen can come a rush of energy as well. So phase one is much more introspective and quiet, but now we get to build on that by taking steps toward our goals. Both the brain and your menstrual cycle are very focused on taking action at this time. It's a high energy time, Uh, Some words associated with this would be movement, creation, time of new beginnings, freshness, growth, warrior energy, work, mind, productivity, initiation, taking action steps, right? Note here that work, mind, productivity is one phase of the cycle, and yet so many of us get locked into this phase all month, all year, year after year, we wonder why we burn out, right? Um, Some things you might be feeling, I'm focused, I'm ready to learn, I'm able to take on challenges, I can do physical things. Some action work to consider during this phase, finances, your ability to manage money is really good during this phase, thinking creatively and brainstorming, working out intensely, 
that's definitely going to change depending on the person, depending on where you're at, what's going on with your hormones. This is a general statement. Um, pushing yourself to try new things, brainstorming, planning, getting things going, putting wheels in motion. Follicular phase is a great time to do all of those. Okay, phase three, ovulations, like the big show. It's one day and it is the start of the luteal phase. So notice here that is, this is ovulation and see your hormones are like, some, some of your hormones are peaking during this time, right? This is full moon energy. It is big energy, summer energy. It's like, put on the summer dress, let's go party. That is kind of like the theme of this energy. Um, you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? You planted the seeds. Now we're starting to see things grow. Full moon is bright light, big energy. Uh, during ovulation, our sex hormones are rising and peaking, giving us good, robust energy. Listen, if you have low progesterone, you might feel uh, sluggish, moody, or foggy during this time. So that's a good indication that there's a hormonal imbalance. This is very much so an outward time. We feel our most social, expressive, creative. We've got really good connection and communication. Feeling a little like sexy, like you look in the mirror and you're like, I look good. You know, it's that time. Like I just feel more beautiful, little va va voomy. Um, due to peaks in sex hormones, libido is at an all time high, which again, nothing is by mistake. This is when you're fertile. So it would make sense that your libido, your sex drive spikes around this time. That's nature being like, go make a baby, right? So can, the words for this, connection, creativity, fun and creation, fertility, receptivity, magnetism, outward, social, verbal, verbally fluent. Um, some feelings or things you might say, I can hold space for others. I have, I'm feeling more nurturing, right? We have more capacity during this time to take things on. Let's have a party. I can ask for what I want. I'm feeling communicative. I can use my words well. How to make the most of your energy. So this is a great time to have important conversations and communication. High intensity exercise is well tolerated during this time, again, depending on the person. Hanging out with friends and loved ones, finishing up loose ends on projects and activities, networking, making connections, PR, collaboration, communication. All of it is good. And then finally, we have phase four, which is the luteal phase. This is anywhere between 10 and 16 days. It cannot be longer than 16 days. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, the season is autumn energy, fall, right? Things are starting to slow down. Moon energy is the waning moon. It's moving from full back to new. And your sex hormones are doing some things. Some are dropping off. Um, this is the luteal phase right here. So this is the time to assess what's falling away. Things are slowing down. Hormones are waning, just like the waning moon. It's a lower energy time. Um, cravings will pop up here. Cravings are communicating to our body, to our mind, and to our soul what we need, right? Emotional needs, 
physical needs, physiological needs, uh, psychological needs, all of that is going to be revealed during this phase. I pulled this quote from a book called Feminine Genius by Liana Silver. Oh, I realized my body doesn't lie. My wanting, longing, desirous, feeling body isn't a problem. In fact, what I want is actually key to helping me get where I want to go. Cravings aren't bad. That's just a lie that you've been fed to keep you small and to keep you second-guessing yourself and to keep you criticizing yourself. Because a woman who's constantly second-guessing herself and thinking she's wrong is a woman that has no power. So just remember that. Your cravings are valid. This is a time of discernment. Now, the luteal phase tends to get tends to get a bad rep because it's when we experience PMS. And you know how you feel um, a little aggro in the days leading up to your period. Uh, this is when we're like, <laughs> I'm. I should speak for myself. I'm much more likely to snap on my husband. Um, my husband and my daughter call me the dragon. I'll leave that to your imagination as to why. Um, during the luteal phase, we have a heightened attention to what's not working in our life. We're very discerning. We have a heightened attention to the negative. What's not working in our lives will reveal itself here. Um, and what's not working will communicate louder than what is working. Um, you're just going to become more aware of your needs and what needs to happen in your life. It certainly doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you're irrational, even though sometimes you might act a little irrationally. It doesn't mean that you need to completely change your entire life. Like don't put your house on the market. Don't leave your partner don't burn down your business. You know, don't um, quit your job. The luteal phase is not a good time to make any major life decisions. You don't have to do anything about it. Think of this as just like information gathering. It's not a great time to make the decisions. Just start to look around and notice how you're feeling. If you feel more irritable, understand why you're super sensitive during this time. Remember, you're not a bitch. You're just discerning, okay? So let that be your mantra. So we gather up the, the information during this phase, and then during menstruation, we can act on it. And you can consider it almost like a detox every single month. Our cycles beg us to pay attention to certain aspects of our lives that aren't working, and it also gives us the opportunity to release those things and change those things if we need to. How freaking cool is that? Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you got something from today's show, don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.